Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, me, Raylene, and... Me! It's Ariel! Woo! Wahoo! <laughs> and this week we have some exciting news. The results for our book club poll have come in, and with a very large lead, The Memory Police by Yoko Ogawa is our winner Woo! for the next book club. Woo! Which is super exciting. I'm so excited. It's funny, the same thing... Yeah, it's pretty much what happened last time is we selected, like, a really new hardcover popular book and a bunch of other books that i also yeah. want to read but everyone's like no i want to read that cool new popular book. i know I so know. which i'm fine with i'm fine i'm excited to read this book and i know you are too we both got it recently ish so i know that we're both pumped about it yeah i'm really excited it was one of kind of my most anticipated books to read this year even though it came out last year i just heard so much mm. about it late last year and i was like this yeah. is it i need to get it and so obviously i got it for christmas which i talked about before um but yeah, I'm really excited. Woo! Me too. Yeah, I actually bought it for myself on Christmas Day because it was the only book on my wish list and nobody bought it for me. <laughs> oh my god, I bought it for myself the day after Christmas Day because oh. nobody bought it for me. <laughs> That's beautiful. Wow. What a beautiful mirror. <laughs> so yeah, well, anyways, for everybody out there who is now hoping to go get this book, um, basically we are giving everyone until April 2nd to... Submit your voice clips for your thoughts, questions, whatever you want to submit to the podcast, which you can send us by email at booksunboundpodcast at gmail.com. So we're giving you, you know, lots of time because we know it's a pretty new book, so it might be hard to get your hands on. But you've mm -hmm. got between now and April 2nd to read the book and submit your voice clips because on the 3rd of April, we'll be recording our podcast episode. So yes. make sure you get them in by the 2nd. Yes. So and yeah, that's pretty much. make the subject line to the email. Oh, yeah. Um, memory police voice clip just that that's yeah. good enough and um yeah if you just you can just email any type of voice clip just record it on your phone and send it in and you can leave a thought about how you felt about the book your favorite moment please if you can keep the voice clip under 30 seconds just because last time we were almost at this problem where we had too many voice clips and we were gonna mm -hmm. run out of time and we'd rather hear from a lot of people than just have be able to like talk about two people's comments because they go on for like four totally. minutes or whatever so yeah we're really yeah, excited exactly. last time was so much fun so i'm excited and i think this one will have like a good discussion because i don't know it just seems like it's gonna be a cool weird book oh yeah i'm so pumped and um before we get started one more note Guys, we're getting really close to 6,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> and you guys are helping us out a lot by sharing and talking about us. So we really appreciate that. But if there's anybody out there who's not following us and not sharing us, our username is books underscore unbound. Yeah. And yeah, we're ready to hit that 6,000 mark, baby. <laughs> it's like, it's a secret that isn't really a secret. But on Instagram, everybody wants to reach 10,000 followers because once... It feels good. Yeah, well, it feels good. But also now, once you reach 10, Oh, yeah. you can do the swipe up function on instagram That's stories true. and it's so helpful because we would be able to just be like new episode out now swipe up whereas right now we can't do that because we haven't reached ten thousand. but like we are slowly but very very surely and honestly not that slowly we are getting there so yeah, yeah. like really said, if anyone out there isn't following us you should be <laughs> please we want to swipe up more than anything <laughs> That's why we made this podcast. We just want to swipe up. Please, people. Just let us swipe, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, without further ado, let's get into it. What are you currently reading? That is a great question. I feel like I'm in the midst 
of many things, oh. honestly. Oh, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, you shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly, the, the thing that I read the most this past week was more of Top 8 by Katie Finn, which... Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I just think it's super sweet and fun and good. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. What can I tell you? It's just... I don't have much more to say. It's about a girl whose <laughs> fake Facebook in the book is called Friendverse gets hacked while she's on vacation, and she comes home, and her world is torn upside down, and uh, her boyfriend broke up with her, and her friends all hate her, and it's a freaking disaster. (laughs) 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 And she's just, you know what? She's just a teenage girl trying to figure it out, you know? And um, Mm -hmm. I love it. I just, it is very, very easy to read. It's very straightforward, and I just sit there and read, like, 20 pages and feel like... I don't know, like I drank a, a, a tall glass of water, you know? I just feel good. Yep. I just feel refreshed <laughs> and happy and, and satisfied, so... Um, well, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's what I'm currently reading, which isn't the most exciting just because I did talk about it last week, but you know what? Sometimes that happens. Just, you don't... Sometimes the truth is boring. Yes! And that's that. Yes, Raylene, sometimes <laughs> the truth is boring. <laughs> Put that on a pin. Words of wisdom. <laughs> Put that on a pin. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, well, what are you currently reading? Oh boy. I kind of well, we kind of talked about this last week a little bit cuz I was talking about the very dark and devastating book that I was reading and oh, you suggested yes. that I should read To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Yes. And so that's what I'm reading. Yes. <laughs> I have so much yeah. influence. <laughs> oh, I know. But also, yeah, after I finished that book, it was just so sad. And so I was like, oh. I really just need to read something lighter and this was like the newest book I had just picked up and it's a movie series that I'm currently obsessed with and you suggested it there's just so many reasons for me to read it and so I was like you know what I'm just very much in the mood for this Mm -hmm, right now mm -hmm. and so I started reading it last night and I'm on page 88 it's so fast it's so quick and easy to read how's it going it's pretty good yeah for those who don't know I really didn't like this book the first time I read it this is a reread for me I read it five years ago and I remember finding Lara Jean to be very childish and annoying. The way that she was written was very annoying, mm. which so far I am not feeling that okay, as good. much as I did the first Phew. time because I'm able to like imagine her as on screen Lara Jean, yeah. which like she is childish and kind of silly, but in a cute yeah. way and not an annoying yeah. way. And so I, it's partially because of loving the movies that I'm able to like reconcile them while I'm reading Love it. That. So I highly recommend watching the movies before reading these because I feel like... Yeah, she can be a little irritating in the book, Mm. but Mm -hmm. I'm able to be okay with it. So, so far it's okay. We'll see. We'll see how much my opinions might change as I go along, but I'm really liking it. So, what more is there to say? I'm really glad to hear that because I know how much we enjoyed watching the movie and I'm honestly so frustrated that the third movie isn't out. (laughs) I just- I know, I just want to watch all of them. (laughs) Yeah, I just want to watch the whole trilogy and like conclude the the saga. Uh, One thing that's really funny is, I guess we record these episodes like a week in advance so that we never miss a deadline. Um, Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is like today our new episode came out, which means that every week we take new photos for our Instagram. And so uh, the photos for what everyone is hearing 
for last week's episode uh, for us it's this week's episode um yeah. has st- like the photos for it have started coming out today and we both posted in our yellow sweaters which we got <laughs> at the premiere to to all the boys ps i still love you so it's just gonna be like a yellow feed for the next week oh definitely <laughs> all of my pictures were with that sweater yeah, because i was like it's so perfect i just got this sweater i want to wear exactly, it exactly <laughs> exactly the same so yeah it's just gonna be a very yellow feed uh That's which so i love um but yeah it, i mean the color of the sweater is really signifies the happiness of the book you know it's just a very it really happy does. well i mean the movie the i guess i haven't read the book but yeah it's just a very happy charming <laughs> happy. time which is like i said mm-hmm. the exact same as top eight i'm just like you know what i just yeah. need to read some that's just what you need sometimes man yeah that's what you gotta do well did you finish anything in the past week i guess maybe not no i did or actually did i have Ooh. Um, Gasp. well, I have, I have finished a book that in the last week or two, I've lost all track of time, um, before, yeah, that I haven't mentioned yet. And it is, this is actually kind of an exciting one for me, guys. This is a, this is a mashed Ooh. potato read, everyone. Oh my God. Hold on to your horses here. It's, uh, hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's Normal People by Sally Rooney. Oh, I see. Hell yeah. So. Very good. It was very good. It was very, very good. Um. <laughs> sorry sometimes sometimes i'm like i'm able to just wax poetic about a book for like eight <laughs> minutes and like without shutting yeah. up and for some reason today i'm just like you know it's pretty good <laughs> well, yep I'm, I'm reading that and that's what it is hey, moving on <laughs> not great for a podcast but you know as my friend raylene always says sometimes the truth is boring <laughs> <laughs> Yep, um, that is my number one quote yeah, for sure. That's what, she, that's what she was known for. No, no, let me dive into it. Okay, so have you read it, by the way? No, that's the one that I started and read about right, 30 pages yes. of and then never finished. Yes, we had the yeah. same story, but I mm-hmm. actually finally picked it up and finished it like you did with Secret History. So we, we, yes, both, that's we both did it for one of each other's books. Um, yeah. Yeah, so basically... Like you said, this was a book I picked up a while ago. I read the first 30 or 50 pages or whatever, and I loved it. But I just ended up putting it down for whatever reason I always have for putting books down. And Mm -hmm. then I finally picked it back up because my patrons on my personal Patreon, uh, they Mm -hmm. voted that we do that one as our book club book. And I was like, yes, sweet, cool. I'm happy to do that, especially now that, like, it's still a newer book, obviously. It only came out, like, in the last few years. but But, um... It isn't, like, the newest book ever, so I hoped it would be more available for people to get from the library. But regardless, um, yeah, I was like, great, okay, awesome. So I start reading this book, and I'm already, I'm, like, sinking into it. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm remembering the world, I'm remembering the characters. I mean, I say the world, but, like, the setting, the atmosphere, because it's, it's our world. Yeah, Ireland. The distant the world of lands Ireland. of Ireland. Um, so, yeah, so basically the story is about two characters. You know what it is? I bet you why I'm having a hard time talking about this book is because I literally did a one hour long live stream with my patrons about it and I'm like yeah. tapped out. I'm like, what else do I have You're to say? Yeah, what do I have to yeah. say about this book? Oh, um, no, no, no. But it's about this couple. Um, they meet in high school, basically. They're like 17, 18 when they meet. And um, they. it then just chronicles their story over the next like five or six years which Hmm. i loved maybe it was like four or five years i don't remember it's multiple years um it starts like i said when they're in high school and their relationship is really shallow 
in a really interesting like high school kind of way. The girl is very rich and but also very unpopular and the guy is very poor but quite popular and has a strong group of friends and um, she is like an outcast at the school and so they start seeing each other but kind of in secret because he doesn't want oh. anybody to know that he's seeing her because it's embarrassing and yeah. she just goes along with it. Um, and then they go to university and in university their kind of personalities change not they don't change but like the way that their personalities are perceived change he doesn't have any friends in university he sort of becomes like lower rung on the social hierarchy um and but she becomes like really well known at university and very popular and gets a lot of <laughs> yeah. friends so it's really interesting to see kind of like how their personalities changed based on context but also like they just break up a lot. <laughs> and ah, so they're one of those. They're one of those. But it's really interesting because I have never read a book that had this kind of timeline. And I mean, I'm sure I have once or twice, but I really loved it. It is absolutely something I want to read again. Um, mm -hmm. But also, like, something that maybe kind of inspired my writing because it would jump ahead by, like, six months, four months, constantly. And you would so read, cool. like, eight pages and then it would be like, uh, eight months later and then you'd read another 20 pages and it would say four months later and I just loved that because you were moving along so quickly it was like catching flashes of a life and it was like in really important moments would feel really powerful but then you'd skip ahead and so, it felt like so much happened but in the end it was just about these two people trying to figure out who they are and how to take care of one another and mm -hmm. if they were right for one another at the end it really did have quite a I, a quite a controversial ending really to say the least Whoa. i was sitting in my <gasps> chair intrigued. i was sitting in my chair and i'm not going to spoil anything obviously but i Please, was sitting no. <laughs> in my chair um and my boyfriend was in bed and i was just reading it and then i said just i said out loud i don't know about that ending and he was like <laughs> he was like what and i said hold on i have to reread the last page and i reread the last page and again i was like no i just i don't know about that ending and he was like what oh, happened i was like well you won't believe and i like go into it and i was i was just very surprised like it wasn't necessarily that i disliked it i just it surprised me and i yeah. i was like wow that really is like such an interesting way to leave these characters um oh, so yeah so i really enjoyed it i think for me it was like a four to five stars for some mm. reason i just in the end it didn't end up connecting with me as much as i thought it would um mm. and the more i think about it this is completely disconnected but somehow completely connected in my mind Raylene. Okay. um <laughs> For some reason, I really do compare it to my year of rest and relaxation, and I loved that one a lot more. Yeah. So I kind of see, okay. like, well, if my year in rest relaxation is, like, a five stars, then this can't be that. Do you know what I mean? So, I see. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot from it writing-wise. I highlighted a lot of lines, like, underlined a bunch and, like, put stars all over. There were beautiful lines. And I'm really excited to read Conversations with Friends, which I mentioned to you. I started the audiobook for it oh, a yeah. little while ago, but I haven't picked it up again because um, I've just been driving a lot less, which is honestly great, but... <laughs> Good for you. I'm happy. I'm happy um, to hear that. Yeah, but it's just meant that I haven't... Oh my god, actually, I'm sorry, everyone. Pause everything. Who cares? This story was boring anyway. I, I got really... The nightmare I predicted happened. Three of my library audiobooks came in at the same oh time. Oh my god. 
Oh no. So I I think I ended up cutting this rant out of the episode in which it happened just because it, I went on for far too long my friend. It friends. was a lot. Yeah, it really was. But basically I got a library card because I just moved to a new province like not even a year ago yet. So, you know, there's a million things you got to do and getting a library card wasn't um wasn't a thing I'd gotten around to yet, but I finally got my library card like a month ago. I came home and like the only thing I wanted from it was ebooks and audiobooks. I just wanted mm-hmm. like uh, electronic stuff because I love buying physical books. So I go on the app and <laughs> I'm sorry, it's really funny. <laughs> I go on the app and I request all these books because I thought stupidly, foolishly that I would like just be able to sign them out instantly. But of course, like they only have a certain there's a wait list. Yeah, there's a wait list. There's only a certain <laughs> yeah. amount of copies. So I was like, oh, okay, shoot. I'll just request all these other ones. So I requested a bunch. But then two things happened. One, they all came in at the same time. Two, I didn't get any kind of alert or notification. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to sign my email somewhere or do something, but I was not <laughs> alerted. And today I went on the library app for like no reason at all. And it's... It already returned one of them. What? <laughs> oh no! I missed it. And then I have, I have three. Okay, but really, the most stressful thing of all freaking time is that it tells me that people are waiting for them. Oh, so I, know. I feel really bad because I'm not listening to them right now, and now I'm like really short on time. So okay, so guys, I loaned three audiobooks out of the library. <laughs> Well, four. Oh the There That's There by Tommy Orange has been returned. Aw, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> um, I loaned Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Uh-huh. This is How You Lose the Time War by Amal El Motar. And In the Dream House by Carmen Maria Machado. Um, wow. All of these sound really cool. One of them is due in 16 days, one is due in 11 days, and one is due in 7 days. And... Like, it says two people are waiting, four people are waiting. And I'm just like, <laughs> I had no idea they were here. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh, God, that is stressful. <sighs> so anyway, yeah. Wow. A stressful time. What a life you're living. Uh, You know, it's constant action over here, really. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of books coming your way. Not enough time to read and listen to Have all of them. Have you read or listened to any of the three I just mentioned? Yeah, actually, I listened to Daisy Jones and the Six. Do you recommend? It, it? was okay. Okay. Um, it was yeah, okay. I would. I would definitely recommend listening to it rather than reading okay. it because I can imagine being very bored reading the book, mm. but listening to it was interesting because it's full cast. Yeah. You know, it's written like transcripts of interviews and stuff. Yeah. And and like Judy Greer is one of the audiobook readers, and I'm, she's great. Mm. I like her voice. So I can't remember who the other people are, yeah, but sure. it was yeah, it was it was just nice to listen to, but it wasn't nearly as good as Evelyn Hugo. So I just was ruthless in my <laughs> viewing heard, of it in my head. Yeah, like when I asked people for audiobook recommendations, one of the ones I got the most was Daisy Jones because it is full cast and it's sort of mm-hmm. like a little bit in the realm of Sadie by Courtney Summers that it's like yeah, exactly. like a podcast. Like mm-hmm. Daisy Jones, as you know, obviously I'm just saying for people that don't know, it's um like in the form of interviews. So you actually have just different voices doing these interviews. So it's supposed to be pretty cool. So maybe I should start on that one. Jesus, I don't know. It's a yeah, very it's, stressful time. It's a pretty over quick here. listen. Yeah, I would say it's one that's easy to zip through. So um, I'm gonna, maybe go I with that. I clicked on it to see. Oh, yeah, it says it's nine hours long. Yeah, to me, that's pretty cool. This is how you lose a time war. It's only four, four hours long. Uh huh. I know. I've added that one to my list as well. It's sitting there. 
waiting to be listened to. I feel, but I feel bad because it says people are waiting. Like, do you think I should just choose one and then ditch the other two so that other people can listen to them and then re-ask for them? Oh, this is a nightmare. Totally up to you. It depends on if you think you, if you can finish them now, if you think you can get through them in the next week, then keep them. Don't you give them up. (laughs) But... All right, guys, this is going to be my big update for next week. How many of these yeah. goddamn audiobooks did I get through? And if I don't get through them, I'm just going to give them up and, and sacrifice them to whoever is waiting because I feel bad. <laughs> That's what you got to do. And honestly, it, if you see how fast they came to you, it means there's probably not a huge wait list. So if you need to listen to them later, you can always get them later. It's oh, not a big deal. We can only hope. Deal. Anyway, Raylene, yeah. what the heck did you finish? <laughs> what did I finish? Oh, my God. I forgot why we were here. <laughs> <laughs> So yesterday I read pretty much, yeah, from cover to cover, I read this big manga and it's called five centimeters per second. Oh no way. I have seen the anime for that. You have? I haven't even seen it. I have. Yeah. I'm sad. But yeah, so for those who don't know, this is another Makoto Shinkai movie and oh my manga God. adaptation I that was made from the movie. I didn't realize yeah. that it was Makoto Shinkai. Of course it is. I watched of this Of course movie. it is, right? I watched this movie like a decade ago, so I didn't remember. Yeah, anyways, so I read this manga, and like I said, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really compare them. But I was like a little let down by mm-hmm. the manga, because it's a very thick book. Yeah. Like, it's one of those manga, it's like 460 pages long and there was and the art is beautiful of course Mm -hmm. that goes without saying the art is gorgeous but there are lots of just kind of empty pages of just looking at people's faces with no text you know it's one of those where it's very like thoughtful and kind of like introspective i guess i feel like that worked in the movie maybe it just doesn't work as well in the book Exactly. I mean, I definitely find that as well because I have read the volumes of manga for your name. Oh, and yeah. They're good. Like, they're really good, but they don't have the same impact that the movie does. They don't have so the same. I feel like that's oomph. just the thing. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's just something about the motion and the music and the emotions that really bring it together. But yeah, so this one, it was fine. It was just about people, you know being kind of lonely and having to move away and being far away from mm-hmm. the people that they want to be close to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is of course sad. Hashtag relatable. Half my life. Yeah. Half my life. So, <laughs> Half my life. so yeah, like in that, in that way it was good, but there wasn't really a lot of plot to it. Whereas like to compare it to something like your name, yeah. that is very, very plot heavy as well as having all the emotional baggage and stuff too. That It just, I was comparing them I and mean, that's not this book's fault, but that's just the way it was. That's how it so, worked out. Sometimes exactly, the truth so. is boring. <laughs> <laughs> we really need to put that on a pin. <laughs> Maybe even a t-shirt. <laughs> that's the greatest thing I've ever said and it's not even good. <laughs> oh, oh heck. That's good. Well then, shall we jump into book news? I think it's time. Uh, sure. So my book news is kind of weird. I'm not going to lie to you, but I'm just going to, I just am leaning into my strange little book. Weird. No way. (laughs) How could you have something weird to say? (laughs) Uh, yeah, but like, I just have so much fun digging around the internet, looking for weird bookish related news to tell you about. (laughs) And I inevitably always find one thing that I'm like, huh? Okay. Yeah. 
love that. So this week, my news comes from Niagara Falls. <laughs> okay. Um, this is from the St. Catharines Standard newspaper, which St. Catharines is uh, where Niagara Falls is in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the article is called No More Library Fines for Children's Materials in Fort Erie. So <laughs> I'm very excited by this news. Okay, go um, on. Let's proceed. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> um, so it says, if an item that is marked for children, for example, a picture book or a children's movie, comes back late, there will be there will not be any fees. So I thought that this was awesome because it was talking about how like um, like people can find fees really stressful. It actually can like mm-hmm. scare people away from going to the library, and especially if you're a kid, like you know money things can really terrify you and you're like Mm -hmm. oh my god my book is late or whatever um but it says here many other libraries across north america have eliminated fines and it's proven a success the san francisco public library was a pioneer in the fine free library movement their library eliminated fines for children in 1974 and studies have shown that there is no significant difference in late returns when fines are removed. In fact, some libraries have even seen a drop in late returns after fines have been eliminated. Um, The library system of borrowing books is an honorary system, blah, blah, blah. And then it says um, that you're still responsible for if you damage a book, if you return it damaged, or if you never return it. Obviously, if they can get track of you, you still have to pay them for the book. Um, Mm -hmm. But they just won't charge you fees anymore. And I just Mm -hmm. think... That that is sick. I that is pretty don't cool. believe in library fees. <laughs> Here I go. <laughs> Here we go again. Um, it's funny. I, I just, I love libraries. I think that libraries are so awesome. But I find the idea of fees very, very stressful. <laughs> um, just because, like, I'd rather at certain points, I just buy the book. And then I just pay one fee. You know what I mean? Um, totally, yeah. I get that. I have a friend who does not go to the library anymore because she owes the library like 50 bucks or something. Exactly. And I'm like, that's so sad. Exactly, that's so sad. <laughs> I also, though, I just feel like, especially for children, I want yeah, every barrier removed for children <laughs> to be able to read. And if fines are in any way stressing them out or scaring them or making it so that they can't sign out books, because um, like... I don't know, I can just imagine all these situations where, like, a kid can only go to a library every few weeks or every few months, and that means that if they sign out a book, they might not be able to return it in time, and maybe that yeah. then they'll be scared to sign books out, you know? So I'm just like, this is sick. Way to go, St. Catharines. <laughs> uh, wish I was That's closer. Cool. Miss being that close to the falls, let me tell you. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, I also had one other little piece of book news. Just okay. It's a tiny one I just wanted to throw in there because um, it kind of goes with one of you and me's ongoing themes. And that is that they are making another classic adaptation, literary <gasps> graphic novel of... <gasps> Slaughterhouse Five by Kurt Vonnegut. Cool. Yeah, it's being um, illustrated by Ryan North, who is like a pretty well-known graphic uh, novelist. Um, yeah, that guy. And there's I another. Know that guy. Gosh, there's another artist. I forget. I th- I'm pretty sure there was another artist who was working on it too. Um, but yeah, so that's coming out this year, um, and it's just another example 
of us getting another classic turned into a graphic novel, which I think is sick. I feel like that's that's like becoming a really big thing all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to put it in book news, but like I haven't finished Slaughterhouse Five. It's actually a tragedy. I'll tell you that story mm. another day. But I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. It's actually the saddest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I haven't finished it, so I I can't. I, and I don't really remember it very well because I read it so many years ago. So I don't feel like I can really say much about the book. It wasn't like a favorite no, I agree. or anything. I've read it. Do I remember? much about it no there you go of course not so there you yeah, go so i i agree with that wholeheartedly but um it looks really cool like they showed a couple of um pieces of artwork from it and i was like whoa the art style is really really cool so it's just really neat to have another example of that yeah so yeah really know. new uh new classic graphic novel and no more mobile or no more library fees for children <laughs> <laughs> so much information it's a better world let me tell you it's a better world than it was last week <laughs> So true. And honestly, my book news is something that relates to that as well. All right. The world is a much better place because of uh, us figuring this thing out. Oh. So l- let me just take you back. Oh, I'm ready. Um, take me back. So... Take, me, take me wherever you want me to go. <laughs> okay. So back in, uh, I believe it was 2016, they started casting the cast for the chaos walking oh i knew this was gonna be your news i'm (laughs) i had you i know i talked about patrick ness last week but this breaking news showed up a few days (laughs) ago and i have to just i just have to talk about it yes you do because yes this movie goes all the way back to 2016 is when they started casting and blah 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 they started filming um, i'm not sure 2017 or 2018 Long story short, it was a few years ago. They started filming. They had lots of problems. They had to do reshoots. And there's just lots of problems with scheduling um, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley because they are like two of the most important (laughs) people in the movie world. Exactly. Like they're from Star Wars and Marvel. They're busy. They've got so many other things going on. I have no idea why they cast them in this movie. It's like they're busy. Pick someone less important. (laughs) But anyway, so there's just been lots of problems with the production. But. And, and it was supposed to come out March 2019. Yeah. That was when the movie was originally announced to come out. Mm. So for the first few months of 2019, I was like, this is going to be the best. I'm so excited because for those who don't know, the Chaos Walking trilogy is up there in my favorite trilogies. Like it's one of my all-time favorite trilogies. So finding out it was going to be a movie was just the most exciting thing. Mm. And now we've just been slapped around with all these <laughs> stupid date changes and nothing is happening. Flapped However, around. the... This is. <laughs> That's good. That's good I couldn't think of a better way to say it. Um, <laughs> it's just the truth, and it's not boring this time. Um, so <laughs> Breaking but news. Anyways. Sometimes the truth isn't boring. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I'm full of good quotes today. What can I say? I'm wise. I'm wise. Um, but we finally got an actual release date. And this was confirmed by Patrick Ness. He put it on his Instagram and everybody's freaking out. So the movie is slated to come out January 22nd, 2021. Shoot. Okay, so that's still a it's while still a little off. Exactly. It's still a while. And that's sad. That is sad. But, but it's going to happen this time. Okay, like so they can't, they can't put it off again. I have a couple questions for you that you Please. may not be able to answer because maybe. Okay, interesting. Yeah, you know, maybe they, just the information <laughs> isn't out there yet. Is okay. this one movie or is it three movies? Oh, you have no goddamn clue. Oh, okay. Because yeah, my question I'm... is, if they filmed this so long ago, will the same actors yeah. still be down to film sequels? Right? 
No, that's such a good question. I've been thinking that as well, because just the fact that they called it Chaos Walking, which is the name of the series, yeah. is already kind of interesting. I'm like, are they planning on just making it one, or are they just doing that because it has it sounds better than The Knife of Never Letting Go? Yeah. <laughs> um, it could just be that the title makes more sense for a movie, and they could always, you know come up with titles for the next movies that's totally, not totally. a big deal but it feels i just don't know i, don't know. I, I feel don't... like they never just make one movie anymore <laughs> no especially for something that is a trilogy and like yeah. book two and three are very important and a lot happens in every single book so i can't imagine them condensing all three books into one movie i feel like they would have to just completely change the plot take the basic idea but change the plot of everything just to make it one movie so i i can't imagine that happening yeah and but the thing is everybody is like so worried that the movie's not going to be good because of how long it's taking them to make it but so like what if it isn't good yeah. and then it's so bad that they can't make a second that's movie stressful. you know it's just like oh, that's stressful oh, because it's kind of like a lot, a lot of movies get completely destroyed in edits and re-edits and like yeah. let's just film a little bit more over here and a little more over there and it just becomes so disjointed and overproduced mm -hmm. that it kind of dies but like it's totally possible that they needed this extra time and the extra time right? will mean that it's actually really good um I've got my fingers crossed for you. Let me tell you, Raylene LeMay, that is one of my most mashed potatoed books of all time. That It's some mashed potatoes, like, liquefied and blended. Oh, my God. <laughs> extremely mashed, extremely potatoed. Well, maybe we should add it to a poll for a future book club, because I would love to reread it. That's Just a saying. good idea, yeah. It's um Especially if now we know the movie is actually coming out, it might be That's fun very for me true. to jump on that bandwagon. Absolutely. I bought these editions from England, like seven years ago or whatever when we were all talking about them on booktube and yeah. i found these beautiful editions and i bought them and even though i've never read them i've read like half honestly i have read like half or more than half of the first book and i did like mm -hmm. it um there's that dog and that was really sad anyway uh, oh, i love that dog <laughs> there was yeah the the series is so beautiful that even though i haven't read it i will never get rid of those books i just love oh, the cover amazing. design um, yeah, there are some good additions, that's for sure. Yeah, I have the white ones that look like broken glass sort of on the front. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I have just the ugly, generic, like, American-Canadian editions. Oh, yeah, and the, like, fine. old school ones? No, yeah. they're not good. They're not good. <laughs> they're bad. <laughs> not they're bad. bad. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right, and now let's get into our recommendations. Woo-hoo! Woo so... I'll go first because I'm really excited about this recommendation that we received a while ago, but we've been putting it off because it's something that Ariel can't answer. And so <laughs> I was just hoping for the day that she might be able to answer it, but she can't. And that's fine. That's okay. So the recommendation comes from Valerie, who is looking for a manga. Let me read the recommendation. She says, my boyfriend is really into anime, but I've never watched any or read manga. I'm a big reader, so reading a manga might help me enjoy an anime more. Could you two recommend a good manga or anime to start off with? I usually read a lot of fantasy and science fiction, and I tend not to like things that heavily revolve around violence. So it's funny because I, was... I feel like no one ever specifically in their recommendation says, could both of you recommend me something? I know. It's like, I'm sorry, we can't. <laughs> yeah, we just can't. Time, I'm going to be a failure on this one. We're going to do a bit of a split recommendation. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a special one and Raylene is doing a special one and then we're going to do one together. But um, yeah, me and Raylene were texting about this and I was like, I've only really read two mangas. I liked both of them, Bakuman and Sailor Moon, but... 
that's it. So I'm like, <laughs> I really don't have the knowledge base on this. Yeah, one. that's not enough range no, to really be yeah, able to exactly. give a solid recommendation. Exactly. And so and so I'm giving two recommendations. Plus, I have some bonuses that are just anime that I'll just recommend quickly because I think they're perfect for this. Um, but these, I wanted to select two manga that I've actually read the manga of and not just watched it. Sure. So the first one, my number one recommendation for this is one of my top three favorite anime and the manga is pretty good too but i think the anime is better but anyways if you want to read it first it is called erased and it's by k sanbei so erased is the name of the series this is such a good series mm. it's about this guy who has a power to like rewind time a little bit and like fix things but he can't control like when he rewinds to basically he'll just be going about his life and then suddenly he'll like skip back a few minutes or like 30 seconds and he's like whoa like why did I skip back and it's basically because something is going to happen that the world wants him to change or fix or in whatever way and so the book starts out with basically there's this kid about to get hit by a car and so he like flips back in time to save the kid essentially so that's how it starts out but then throughout the rest of the book in the series what ends up happening is that there is back when he was in elementary school there was this girl who went missing and they didn't know what happened to her she i think she was murdered and they didn't know what happened to her though who did it and so it's been something that has kind of followed him throughout his whole life and at one point in the story something crazy happens and then he gets teleported back to when he was in elementary school uh -oh. and he's like this 30 year old guy so it's funny in some ways because it's him trying to like act like a kid and pretend he's a kid yeah um but then he's obviously not and he like knows things that are going to happen in the future so it's very stressful because you know that this girl like something bad is going to happen to her and so it's kind of like sci-fi because of the whole time travel thing. And that's one of my favorite things about it. But yeah, so that really, really love that series. That Highly recommend really cool. starting with that one. It is really cool. The other one is completely different. Okay. And that one <laughs> is My Hero Academia <laughs> by Kohei Horikoshi. This one is an ongoing series. So it's very long. And it's also one of my current favorite anime. Like I'm still watching it. It's coming out all the time. And I love it. This is about a world where... 80% of the population have superpowers, but they call them quirks in the in this anime slash manga. And the main character is this kid who his whole dream is to become a hero. People all become heroes and villains and stuff. It's like a superhero story. Okay. But he has no power. Okay. And he, he it makes him so sad. <laughs> He's part of the 20% that has no kind of power. And some people's powers are really lame. Like there's one character that just shoots tape out of his elbows <laughs> and that's his power. <laughs> So, like, having a power in this world doesn't necessarily mean that you're, like, have something cool. But he just wants to have some kind of power, and he doesn't. And the story kicks off when um, All Might, who is, like, the biggest hero in the world, he comes to him. Like, so through circumstances that are just, like, so perfect for some reason, he ends up giving him his power. He's able to pass his power down to him. And so then the main character, it's all about him training to get strong so he can like have his power and become a great hero. And it's really great. And it's very funny. And it's so interesting seeing all the different powers that the writers have come up with because there yeah. are like so many weird powers in this series. I so love stuff like I, that. Oh, it's so good. Like, I love that it's like a superhero universe that has nothing to do with, you know, like Marvel or DC. Like, it's just like its yeah. own little superhero universe. And it's Yeah, that so reminds me good. of like Super Mutant Magic Academy, which is obviously yeah, exactly. a graphic novel that I love. Um, yeah, stuff like that I always find really fun. 
Exactly. And before I let you move into your recommendation, I'm just going to give a shout out to a couple of anime that I feel like are great ones to start with. Mm -hmm. um, Real Re Life is another good one. And that's another one that involves someone who is older being, he basically gets turned 17 again. So it's kind of like 17 again, but a little bit different. <laughs> so that one is really funny if you want one that's hilarious. I also recommend Seven Deadly Sins, which is a very fantasy based one. Yeah. Um, and so that one is really cool without being too violent. I really wanted to recommend Attack on Titan because that's like the best one to start so with, violent, but it is quite though. violent. So, so, so <laughs> violent. There's a lot of people getting eaten. So I, I don't think that's the right thing for Valerie. But yeah, so I highly recommend any of those manga or anime. Those are good places I to start. I have not read a bunch of manga like I've talked about, but I do really love mm -hmm. anime. Um, but I don't watch as much as you do, or like I know that you and Kyle watch, a, your boyfriend watch a lot more. He has watched every anime. Yeah, you guys have seen so much more <laughs> than I ever will. But I, I love cute anime. Like kawaii mm. is my genre of anime, and so yeah. if. Um, if Valerie is looking for something cute that might get her into the world, I really recommend Fruits Basket, which is a classic, um, mm, and true. Uran High School Host Club, because that one makes me laugh so freaking hard. I love <laughs> that anime. It is so dumb. <laughs> Gotta love that. Yeah. Awesome. I just thought I'd jump in there with some anime, but, uh, oh, trust, trust, you trust, some stuff. More. trust me and more, guys. <laughs> Yeah, and there's so many more that I would love to recommend. So ask me for more specific manga recommendations, please, people. Yeah, I love it. Every few I episodes, it. I don't read as much as some people, but I I do love it. Every so. few episodes, we'll have a Raylene finally gets to talk about manga section. <laughs> <laughs> I also noticed that we got an email once where someone was like, "You guys don't talk about manga very much," and I was like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> it's Ariel's I'm fault. Sorry, I'll try. <laughs> it's all your fault. I'm I have like an entire shelf full of manga, but I never get to talk about." It. <laughs> well, I guess on my side, I. I hope I've got some friends out there who are listening to the podcast and are like, you guys never talk about poetry. And I'm like, Ridley doesn't read any. <laughs> we'll just have to have manga poetry episodes. Yeah, exactly. That's what we'll have to do. Um, well, the one that I picked out to do on my own is from Christine. And she says, I'm looking for a book that deals with adoption. Bonus points if it addresses a character being adopted into a family of a different ethnic or racial background than they were born into, and or deals with a character trying to figure out their identity as a result of their adoption. So, I sort of get some bonus points here, but I sort of don't. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, the book I've picked, you're going to laugh because you're not going to be surprised even a little bit. And it is... Memoirs of a Teenage Amnesiac by Gabrielle Ah, uh, I see, um, I see. When I saw this but one... But tell me everything. It's been a while. I, I will, I will. When I, uh, <laughs> when I saw this one, I was really excited because, you know, we all have... I feel like we all have those, like, 10 or 20 books that we're just trying to find every opportunity to talk about. And yeah. this podcast finally gives me that excuse to constantly be like, <laughs> well, actually, it's, uh -huh. it's Memoirs of a Teenage Amnesiac time. So this is one of my favorite young adult books. I completely adore it. I think it is such a great story. And it's about a girl who is in high school. She works through the yearbook. Um, her her and her best friend are like chief and, and co-chief in charge of the yearbook. And they just bought a brand new camera that probably cost them like two grand or something for the high school yearbook club. And um, right on the first page or whatever, she falls down a set of stairs 
And she kind of dives to protect the camera because she's so scared of breaking it because they literally just Mm -hmm. bought it. And because of that, she ends up landing on her head really badly and gets amnesia. So Hmm. she gets really, really bad memory loss. Like she doesn't really remember her life up until she was 12. So 12 and before she remembers perfectly and certain categories. It's so interesting. Like you can tell that the author did a lot of research about how memory loss works because certain Hmm. things like math, she's totally caught up on. Like she can do the math that all of her other 17 year old friends are doing. But like French, she's completely forgotten. And it's just like that way that your brain works and stores information differently, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, what's really interesting and is like, I, what, why I got excited is because I never talk about how this book has a big adoption section of the book. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. And I read this book. <laughs> yeah, like it's a theme of the book, but it's not really as important as other themes. And since I really love this book, I was like, ooh, a reason to recommend it. So... Mm-hmm. The main character is adopted. She isn't, this is why I don't get full points. She isn't like a different ethnic or racial background. She's Russian or she was born in Russia mm. to Russian parents. Like biologically she's Russian. Um, yeah. But her parent. I'm pretty sure her parents are the same ethnicity as her. Um, but the, the other reason that I don't get full points is because uh, Christine asked for uh, a book that deals with the character trying to figure out their identity as a result of their adoption. Well, she's not mm. trying to figure it out as a result of her adoption, but her identity is a huge part of this book because she doesn't really remember who she was. And it's about her recrafting herself and like trying to figure out who she was and like my favorite scene in the book is when she goes into her bedroom for the first time after losing her memory and she tries to understand Mm -hmm. who she was she like looks at her clothing and she's like that's the kind of clothes I wear and she like looks (laughs) at her diary and she's like that's the kinds of things I was thinking like it's so interesting to try and piece yourself together and it's sort of like do you think that 12 year old you would recognize 17 year old you um but then yeah the the adoption part does play a a small part of like how she thinks about herself and she thinks of herself as this orphan who has always been a part of a family but now she feels orphaned in a really new way so i just thought it was the perfect wreck and um any excuse to bring up that book let me tell you any (laughs) excuse (laughs) it's all you need it's all you need is one little reason (laughs) Well, yeah, now let's move into our together recommendation. Yeah, so this is our shared one, which comes from Joanna. And she says, I'm looking for a really good book about loneliness slash isolation, but one that's not too depressing. I don't want it to be super heartwarming and cheerful, but I don't want it to be too sad either. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already read Eleanor Oliphant, by the way, which <laughs> is a good thing to throw out there because that is like the most obvious number one recommendation for that. You should go first because I just uh, talked about my book. Okay, yeah. So for this one, it kind of came to me right away when I read this. I was like, the book that is very much about people who are isolated and lonely is We Have Always Lived in the Castle by Shirley Jackson. Have you read this one? Uh, No, but I've seen the movie. You have? How did you watch the movie? (laughs) That's one of those, it's one of those movies that has evaded me. Like I saw a trailer and then it never came out. Like... (laughs) I swear, I've never been in a theater near me. I've never had a way to watch it. (laughs) I don't, I honestly, I don't remember how I watched it. My impulse would be to say Netflix, but maybe not if you haven't been able to find it. If it's not, if it's on Netflix, I would be shocked. I'm going to (laughs) check. 
Oh my god, that's... Well, I'm glad to know that someone has seen it, because I thought it just didn't exist. Um, so yeah, this book... <laughs> this book is one of Shirley Jackson's most famous works, the other one being The Haunting of Hill House. And I've read both of them, and I love them. She's so great. She is so good at being spooky without being scary. <laughs> and I really love just, like, the, the vibe that her books give off. And so... This book is about two sisters who live alone in this big house, basically. And they're town outcasts. Everybody hates them. And every time they go into town, people just shun them and are mean to them, basically. So they live alone in this house. And the part of the reason I think that people don't like them is because pretty much all of their family has died. And people are like, what? What went on up there in that big house? Like, what happened? Why is everybody dead? <laughs> and so it has kind of spooky undertones. And yeah, that's that's pretty much pretty much all of it. I don't want to say too much because it's very interesting. It's a pretty short book, so it's an easy one to dip into. Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting to see two people who are so isolated, but they're isolated together. So it's less about the loneliness and more so the isolation and the sadness of having lost their family. And... The mystery unraveling of what happened to their family is super interesting. I really liked it. So, yeah. Wow. That's, well, that's I have I some breaking news over here. My God, again. <laughs> I have never seen this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, I was like, how the hell did you watch it? I was it? thinking of a different movie because I just typed in I have always lived in the castle and the movie that came up was a movie I had never seen. And I was like, uh, okay, there must have been an older version of it. And then I looked that up and it did not come up. And now oh I'm God. trying to think. The movie I'm thinking about is like, I could have sworn it had that title it had a castle in it or would it be i capture the castle maybe oh i don't know if they've made that I into a movie that one <laughs> i capture the castle and that one guys i'm in yeah. i'm in imdb i'm searching i'm searching <laughs> and yes that is the one i capture the castle okay, is the film i saw thank you i'm glad we unraveled that mystery it was only I okay that i don't think we have always lived in the castle has actually come out yet let me know somebody tell me somewhere if you've seen it because i don't know what's going on it was supposed to come out a couple years ago that seems to be a theme with this episode this movie was supposed to come out in like 2018 and have i seen it yet no no, no. i have not that's funny no. i'm trying okay wait i capture the oh whatever i give up on castle movies i don't understand what's no more castle <laughs> Um, so which book did you pick? Well, the book I picked, I haven't finished yet, so I'm a lie. But it was just so perfect that I have to recommend it. Like, even though I haven't okay. finished it, I I can't really imagine the book having, like, a huge plot twist or anything. Like, no one that's <laughs> reviewed it has ever talked about there being, like, a plot twist in any way. Um, yeah. And so the book that I picked is Sweet Bean Paste by Durian Sukagawa. Oh, okay. So I won't read that. Have you read it? No, I want to. Yeah, so this is a book I think I've read like half of. And the reason that I didn't finish this one, everyone, is because <laughs> I was reading it during a readathon. And so it just ended up getting abandoned oh. during a, an old Reading Rush book tubeathon experience. Um, <laughs> basically, that makes sense. Um, this is about a guy who works at a sweet bean paste um, shop. 
and all he does is make the sweet bean paste um like it's a like a it's called dorayaki so it's a little pancake filled with sweet bean paste and Yum. he just goes and he shows up and he's kind of like somebody else owns the business but he's running it on his own like he never sees his boss kind of thing so okay. he just goes there every single day and he feels like a giant failure basically he's really lonely he drinks too much he um just feels like he failed on all of his dreams and he's just working this job that he doesn't really like but he doesn't know what else to do um Mm -hmm. and one day this old lady comes up and she's like hey this is pretty good (laughs) and he's like thanks and she's like um i think he had put up that he needed help like he was hiring someone and she was yeah. like can you hire me and he's like oh my god please no like i don't want to work with an old lady like it's gonna be a nightmare i'm gonna have to help her more than she ends up helping me etc mm-hmm. and he she's like please please just give me a chance and he's Aww. like oh okay and so he gives her a chance and she makes some sweet bean paste with him and it's literally like the best thing he's ever tasted he's never tasted sweet bean paste this good Um, And so he ends up hiring her. And basically, it's a story of these two very lonely people coming together. And it's about friendship. And it's about, like, unconventional friendship. Because, you know, it's like an old lady and a younger dude. Um, And they really wouldn't cross paths normally. It kind of seems like... They, they just live in different worlds but because of this uh the dorayaki they end up coming together and it's just really sweet and it is a little bittersweet it is a little like melancholy and sad so i think that that's why um joanna it would be perfect for her but yeah i yeah. really loved what i read it's definitely a book that i intend on finishing and i wish that i had finished it just so i could be like it's perfect but i know it is even though i haven't finished it i know it's perfect you yeah. know for this uh for wow this rec. that's fantastic i love that there you go we did there it there we go heroes <laughs> we made it through <laughs> that was fun i feel like we talked about so many things <laughs> we really did i feel like this was a jam-packed episode um it really was we are now off to record our patreon only bonus episode uh which is called books Unbucket, a little like 10 minute ish long podcast where i ask raylene a question that's on my mind about books and she has to be quick on her toes and answer we thought it would be fun to show you a little clip of what that's like in case you're curious so here's what books and bucket is like in a way i'm looking to assage myself of some serious book guilt um when i ask this question and my question is how often or what percentage of the time do you actually read the books you receive as gifts? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is such a good question. Okay. Before I answer that, I have to take you on a little journey of <laughs> Yes, please. Um, how how I receive books as gifts. Okay. Yes, so <laughs> So yeah. So that's what Books and Bucket is. It's a it's a weird old heck of a time, but we we mm-hmm. sure do enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, so please check it out. Support us if you can. If you feel like listening to those episodes every week, which honestly, I love recording them. It's always a hilarious time. So I recommend it. I recommend it too. Patreon.com forward slash books unbound. Come join the family. Alrighty. Well, off we go. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.